0: that where i start with uh promised neverland uh season two this is the first episode of the second season just aired um so like going off, back off where the first uh season ended we got we got the kids escaping from the orphanage and then right we go right into the action with like them being chased by the beasts and then we meet the two uh new characters that were introduced in this episode and so they're sending up a lot of things for the upcoming season, but before we get into that, I just I'll just open the floor for anyone else who wants to give their thoughts because I know you guys have a lot of things you want to say for Promise Summerland.
1: Well,
2: for, for all my Spanish speakers, me gusta mucho. Okay. That roughly <laughs> translates to best show of all time. <laughs> roughly, roughly. He's right. Okay? He's right. I'll confirm. Yep. Um, I think it was a really strong episode from the get-go. We got the preview of that giant black beast, just chasing them down the forest. And then, obviously, they cut back to an earlier point. But I liked it a lot. Don't ever trust people with robes. That's my good old uh, family value. So uh, we'll see how these underground beasts turn out. But overall, I just thought it was a really strong episode. But you guys dig into some details.
1: These kids... Are 12 years old. The (laughs) oldest ones, right? Yep. This kid, like, they're solving things and deciphering Morse code. I've never been able to decipher the letter A in my life in Morse code, okay? They're 12. And two, this kid Ray is outrunning a 10-foot beast. Two of them for, like, who knows how far, like, three miles or some shit. These kids are legit, legit superhumans
3: do like the fact of like how they animated Ray looking so exhausted at the end of that though. I really like that they included that. Like they 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 it like he he was dying panting. And so it showed that it he was running as hard as he possibly could. Yes, could a 12-year-old outrun those no, but still. I like that they included it. And like I don't really mind that they're supposed to be geniuses because they're basically raised to be that way. The thing I think that irks me is like Okay, so you can, like, you can teach somebody to be book smart, I guess, but, like, when it comes to connecting different clues together and figuring out what's going on, like, that that takes a different type of intelligence that I would not think that they'd be wanting to teach these kids. Um, and that even if they did, they're still really young. It's hard to put all of those, like, circumstantial evidence together of what's happening in their world the way that they're doing it, in my opinion. But, I mean, who cares? The show's great. It was a great first episode.
2: To, Thank you. To, to Brian's point, I see what you're saying. But at the same time, we had so many distractions growing up. It's like the difference between mm-hmm. being raised in public education and then being raised in someone's household where, like they said, they're preparing you to be eaten. Uh, eaten, eaten. And uh, the main way they do that is by judging you based on your... Capability of intelligence, right? So, your IQ score. So, their whole remember, they were like daily testing, and all they ever do for fun is play tag. I don't remember them playing any other game besides tag. So, I think their endurance and their intelligence is way higher than most. And I think under these situations, you got to be that smart, hence why they're leading the crop. It's not like every one of those kids is that smart. So, in defense of the show that I find pretty awesome, I'll say that part. It, It really did not bother me at all because I think come on man we're dealing with people who got bells and waters for dinner like
1: that's all they're getting so yep the one thing i'll say is i constantly find myself just really only caring about ray emma norman the rest of the younger kids besides phil phil is the og the one kid that you know stayed Steve behind
3: one, yeah back at the orphanage, yeah
1: right. yeah back at the orphanage to kind of just keep an He's eye so on adorable. everything yeah phil is awesome uh but Uh, what i like to call Aunt jemima the one younger girl who in the end of season one was afraid to cross the uh the rope bridge or whatever and then also in this first episode (laughs) fell down when they're running away from the beast monitor i was just like god damn it jemima like again what can you just you just need to be you go gone you know you're dead weight hate to say it Yep, so. it's really yeah, brutal I could having to done. try to
3: like fight and run for your life with a bunch of like six year olds, five year olds. Right? But I like the fact that Ray mentioned that in season one, mm-hmm. like because it, it's realistic, right? I mean, I've, been, I've thought that watching every zombie show ever, like these people are like running around with like babies or whatever. And I'm like, oh my god, that thing's gonna get everybody killed. And I like the fact that Ray brought it up. And yeah, you're not wrong, that'll be part of their struggle
2: watch the only like ethnic kid in that group he's gonna die first just wait he's he's athletic and he can teach the kids how to play tag but he's gonna get stabbed (laughs) to death
3: there's more than one there's the older one and then there's the younger girl i don't but shit oh yeah glasses
1: in the other one yeah
2: I stand corrected. Well, the one kid who's, you know, who didn't believe them for... I have a feeling he's going to die this season. He's going to be like, hey, guys, I think we could trust these underground aliens completely. And then he's going to, you know, get close to that girl with the really nasty feet. <laughs> She's going to cut him up. Just wait. That's my prediction.
0: Um, so one of the questions I had for this show, too, was, was um, Minerva. Because like, I forgot, like who, like, who he was from season one. So, like... Is he supposed to be, like, a human that helps him out? Or is he, like, one of these, like, one of the, the demons who are against, like, Not like the cattle farm? And, like, and trying to help that way, too? Or what do you think?
1: I think all we really know about Minerva is that he's kind of, like, the sole bastion for humanity in this world. Where, you know, he's obviously provided, like, the books and all these other uh, breadcrumbs to have people uncover what the farm system is and how to, kind of, survive in this world. So... Um, I think that's all we really know about him at this time. Yeah,
2: I don't remember anything besides them alluding to the fact, through the book hints, that, oh, there must be someone that's on our side.
0: Do we trust like yeah. these new, two new characters? Do you think that they're actually out there to help out the kids? Or do they have some other um, intentions in mind?
3: I feel like they're going to be do. like... They're going to help them and they're they're going to have their own purpose, their own thing that they want to accomplish. But I feel like ultimately they're going to help them.
2: I would say I've created the whole backstory for the show already in my mind. I think (laughs) aliens were looking for a place to feed, just like that Twilight Zone episode where they come to Earth and they say, hey, to serve man, we're going to give you guys this book. And then the big twist at the end is they're just taking humans up to serve them for dinner. Hey, so. I think majority of aliens are pretty bad and evil. Just like, you know, Transformers, the Decepticons rule by majority. And then the Autobots, like the 10 few robots left. Well, in this case, I think there's an underground network of them. And you got Harriet Tubman, aka Dr. Minerva, leading that rebellion secretly, right? The only way that it can, because I don't think these things really have genders. So I think uh, you've got this like, 20 maybe 10 percent of these aliens are like wow what we do is wrong we go to different planets we look for food supplies and then we feast and we go to other planets so that's my prediction is you have this underground network of rebels who are like nah we don't want to be the evil aliens anymore we want to live in peace
0: i mean i actually feel like that's accurate probably it sounds like they yeah, get the what it sounds like the show was gonna be yeah mm-hmm
3: I will say, though, that I like the fact that it feels a little... Like, there were some elements of this episode that reminded me of Maiden Abyss. With, like, the... Like, everything we've seen up until this point... And correct me if I'm wrong, I, I haven't touched this show since it last aired. Uh, I don't remember there being any creatures in the show that we hadn't seen other than the demons. No, this is, like, the first uh, time
0: like... we've, we've seen, like... Yeah. Especially them talking. Because I was, I was not expecting them to be talking in a language that, that you would understand them. I thought it'd be, like, more, like, alien language, but they're mm-hmm. talking normally so that's the first time we've seen them in this in this episode or this series yeah
3: yeah there was that but then the, it also just showed like all of the like local wildlife and um plants and stuff like that and it was obviously not something that exists here in our planet so i thought that was kind of cool because it kind of turned it into an adventure thing for me as well which i figured it would a little bit with them escaping but it, it definitely gave me some made an abyss vibes that i liked a lot
2: True that. And I like how they weaved in them knowing about the plants through children's books. Yeah. So Dr. Minerva obviously planned out like how to feed information mm-hmm. in a secretive way. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh yeah, this is from that one story. This is the water plant. Yay. <laughs> so I thought that was actually a really nice touch. And I agree mm-hmm. with you. It does give me some Maiden Abyss vibes. Um, but I like it. I was terrified of what's going to happen to the story outside of the, kind of like Attack on Titan. When it went out outside the wall, you're like, where is this going to go? I don't know. I like being to the wall. Take me back to the wall. So that's why I was like, and plus, as much of a villain as she was, was it Isabelle or Isabella? Isabella. Isabella. Right?
3: Yeah.
2: Isabella. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. thank you. Uh, I thought Isabella was a wonderful character. Like, I was glued to the screen every time she was on. I was like, how is she going to yeah. combat these smart kids? So I actually found this really nice, and I'm curious to see how things are going to pan out from here, but Obviously, these uh these aliens they just dirty.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I wonder how they're gonna keep the tension from season one because like it was perfect setup in the house because there's like very little you can go to, so like it was easy to trap people. So I'm wondering how they keep that tension here outside the wall when they have a lot of space to explore.
3: I'm gonna miss some of the elements of like the head like the, the head games that happened from last season. I feel like that's not gonna be so much of a thing this se- i mean they were all very intimately in the same space like basically trying they, to outsmart to, each like, other
0: like they didn't know what was going on mm-hmm. too so.
3: exactly and i really liked that element and i'm sure i'm gonna like this show even without that but i i do miss like i like the the adventure aspect but i'm gonna miss that part and uh
0: like that yeah. the whole yeah that whole tension of like of if the of the the farm like that that mm-hmm. what drew me to, to this show so Mm-hmm. we'll see how it ha- handles it this season
3: yeah
2: oh yeah it, i'm waiting for my boy off. norman
3: <laughs> oh yeah i wonder
0: if he's gonna show up i mean we're all assuming he's pretty much alive so i think we're assuming he's gonna show yeah. up yeah.
2: but sorry taylor you had another point
3: uh i got side railed by norman don't worry about it
2: all oh, good yeah that's what i'm waiting for is that tie-in with norman because you know he, they're using his genius level skills for something Watch when they can't catch these guys, they're gonna rely on Norman, and then that's where the head games are gonna come in. That's my prediction. So that'll be exciting. Yes. 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 Uh,
0: such
1: predictions though, this aren't in stone. <laughs> I was just gonna end. Up, was the revelation from the end of season one when you learn Ray is Isabella's daughter? Was that a big shock factor for exactly. you guys?
0: Uh, Our son. Yeah. Sorry. It was yeah. For me. For me, yeah. <laughs> I got it. I, I I. It was more of like, man, that's fucked up. Like. All this yeah. stuff happened, mm-hmm. and he has to run away from his own mom. Like that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. It, yes. was.
3: it shocked me. I was like, "Holy shit! This is the most amazing episode
0: I've ever." <laughs> like, I can't believe it. I mean, the more shocking thing for me was like at the end when they all escaped and like, and like Isabella said, "You know, it's all over now," and she had like the ropes in her hands. I thought she was like, mm-hmm. gonna like hang herself or like, jump off the wall yeah. or something. I thought so that's. Yep. I thought that's how it was gonna end, but Same. like, so I'm surprised it didn't go that dark.
3: Yeah.
2: Maybe it happened I off screen. I nah, see. nah, Isabella's is too chill for that. She probably got eaten, though.
0: I think she got eaten. Like, if she didn't <laughs> kill herself, I think she got eaten. Which makes
3: me kind of sad. Like, I wish we could have her back later World. on I for mean, some that, sort of...
0: That's the type of or, that's the type of this is. It's just fucked up.
2: She has a lot of intel on those kids, so they could use her for that. You just don't know what these true. aliens. But, yeah, <laughs> I agree. The revelation of him being the son... I had, like, I had this inkling. I'm like, man. But... Nothing solid. So when it did happen, I was still shocked. I was like, oh, but I think I was more shocked when he was trying to commit suicide. When he lit himself on fire, I was like, bro, yeah, right. Ray, you got a bright future ahead of you, bro. What are you doing, man? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Ray, don't oh, play. <laughs>
3: he, he just, when you said that he set himself but, on fire, I was like, what the fuck but is He so does, does
2: have a bright future, literally.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. We do snap. Well played, good sir. I'm well played. Attention. I mean, I'm not about bright future when you're be beaten soon, but. Here, he Dude, he, has a, he has a played. shot
2: on Fire Force. We don't no talk boy. about that.
1: Oh, no <laughs> boy. We know how this show went. Yes, he has a very good
0: chance. But, yeah, I think... The, so, overall, we had, a, I'd say, a really good uh, first episode. Super excited to see what happens next. And Yep,
2: I'm down. Really.
0: Following this series closely, so... Oh, a- and oh, forgot. Go, go OP
2: was fire. I love the OP. You know me. 80% of OPs I find generic. I really like the OP here. So Really? I don't even remember it. I
3: don't remember.
1: It did oh, not yeah. hit
0: with oh, me. I like season one right. OP better. So
3: Yeah.
2: Bro, you guys what are scrubs.
3: It's is- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sasha, I know how you feel. As the one person who liked the new opening for Attack on Titan.
0: Ah, uh, touche.
1: Feel. Touche.
0: Oh, can I also add the ending of uh, Promised Neverland? I really enjoyed it. That is I liked of- the I ending. Yep. Yeah. I don't remember it either. I need to watch more. I need to hear it more before I can remember. I'll have to listen to it once you guys are done talking about it. So. Yeah, I'll have
2: to listen to it again.
0: Yes. So that's going to be it for Promise Starland.